welcome to Sidebar. It just feels weird because that's my first time ever saying welcome. I know. It's not um, easy, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's very, it's very, feels very vulnerable. <laughs> this is a safe space. It's okay. <laughs> the internet is always a safe space. Everyone is talking about hashtag free Britney. And in light of uh, some renewed attention that it is getting due to uh, some recent court appearances, the growing movement of Britney Spears' superfans on the internet, and the New York Times featuring the subject in its Hulu documentary series. I watched the documentary last night, so I guess... Neither of you two have? I have not had a chance to watch it, no. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen anything Britney related since Oops, I Did It Again. <laughs> so okay. So about 1999. That's... <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a long time. So just for the Joe Fabushes out there who <laughs> don't totally know what's going on, in 2007 and eight, it was hard to escape, no matter how hard you tried, news coverage of... Britney Spears' kind of public unraveling what was obviously a mental health crisis Mm -hmm. was kind of treated as a circus sideshow. And uh, And so since 2008, Britney has been under a conservatorship of both her person and her estate. For a long time, for more than a decade, her father, Jamie Spears, was in charge of both. Uh, So for those who don't quite know what the terms mean, conservator of her person essentially does mean uh, he had authority over health care, mental health treatment, kind of who she had, who had access to her, Mm -hmm. um, her travel, things like that, and conservator of her estate meant kind of basically meant that he was left in charge of her business affairs and her finances, booking and arranging tours and manage in short, just managing her money for her mm-hmm. by financial accounts. It's gone fairly well in 2008. Uh, she was struggling financially due to her divorce and uh, some cancellations of concerts and things like that um and since then you know her estate is now estimated to be worth you know at least 60 million dollars um when accounting for her her vegas residency made like over 100 and yeah 70 million or something like that but in 2019 her her father britney's father jamie spears takes a leave from being conservator due to health issues. And Jody Montgomery is appointed temporary conservator of Britney's person, a role that she remains in. In 2020, Britney's sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, is appointed trustee of Britney's revocable trust, meaning she'll be in charge. Essentially, she'll be in charge of making sure Britney's kids get their inheritance. Mm -hmm. In November 2020, this is where things start to really kind of get a little more dramatic the court in la appoints bessemer trust along with jamie as co-conservators of britney's estate 
after Brittany says in a court filing that she fears her father and that she will not work again. She's basically kind of on a perform concert strike mm-hmm. until her father is removed from the conservatorship. Mm. And so these are kind of the basic facts that everyone agrees on because that's what's available in court filings is that basically up until November 2020, Brittany was okay with the arrangement. At least legally, she was okay with it. Even if personally she was like, boy, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. She gave no indication that she had a problem with it until now stating in court filings that she no longer wants her dad to serve as conservator that uh, her mother has started to get involved as well because her parents are now are divorced now and her mother has started to get involved in the legal process, kind of uh, hiring an attorney to represent her as a quote interested party. Uh, And she's been, she's been loudly kind of advocating for her daughter the problem with the New York Times thing, I'm just going to get this out there now. <laughs> okay, <let's laughs> sure. Yeah. The New York Times documentary that is available on Hulu, I thought when it comes to the legal aspects of the conservatorship was wildly speculative mm. for a respected news organization. I wanted to ask you about that because I, I, I'm not quite sure... For example, what she's alleging in court, did she give examples or, or behavior that she alleged that gave her reason to fear? Not that anyone has seen. Yeah. You're left to kind of draw inferences from things because in it was in late 2019 where uh, Kevin Federline, Britney's ex-husband, had a restraining order taken out against Jamie Spears due to a sort of what was termed a physical confrontation with one of his and Britney's sons. Mm. Um, And so that kind of got the ball rolling with getting with he's, he is no longer has, he is, he is no longer conservator of her person. He is a co-conservator of her estate. And so that kind of got the ball rolling downhill on what people think is a, just not a good relationship anymore between Britney and her father. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait, so who has the restraining order taken out? Kevin Federline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Federline has a restraining order taken out against his ex-father-in-law. Part of what has caused this to... Oh, hold on, I want to reintroduce myself as Laura, time-traveling lawyer and amateur music historian. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a part of the issue with all of this, as Andy kind of alluded to, is the lack of information, and that's partially because... For many, many years, Jamie Spears was very meticulous about having these court records sealed. A lot of it is just information that no one has access to. And so everyone's kind Mm -hmm. of wildly extrapolating what's going on behind the scenes because we only have these fragments that come out either when, yeah, when a third party like Kevin Federline gets involved or stuff on social media. Yeah, or when uh, Britney's brother, the New York Times highlighted uh, an appearance by Britney's brother on some obscure podcast called Find Laws, Don't Judge Me. (laughs) (laughs) But where he basically hinted at the fact that Britney wants out. Mm -hmm. 
of the conservatorship. Yeah. However, there's not a lot legally that you can use to make that argument. The pro- she so she has her own court appointed attorney and he has and her attorney Samuel Ingham the 3rd has described Britney as a high functioning conservative which is essentially an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Because to right. be the subject of a conservatorship, it's usually it's it's reserved for you know a senior citizen who has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, it is adult children who have profound learning disabilities, and their parents are left to kind of manage their life and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and and so Brittany has you know been touring making money. Yeah. Uh, she's got all sorts of endorsements. Her Instagram is, you know, just very hotly followed. Uh, and so by all accounts, she's working and making money and whatever. That leads, what I, re- I read a quote from, this is a family law attorney, Christopher Melcher told this to Yahoo News. It is her legal burden to come to court and petition or ask the judge to have it removed. And her attorney could file this petition at any time. That has not happened. All that's ever happened is a request that her father be removed mm-hmm. as conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, in a filing in 2019, Brittany's team has referred to this as a, quote, voluntary conservatorship. They asked the court to have Jody Montgomery, who was appointed her temporary conservator, to be appointed both her personal and estate conservator. Uh, both Brittany's attorneys and attorneys for her mother have said Brittany is, quote, substantially unable to manage their financial resources or to resist fraud or undue influence, which is kind of one of those, like, that's one of the court's main tests for leaving Mm -hmm. for having someone subject to to this Mm -hmm. the other thing that i had a really big problem with in the new york times documentary was that one of their kind of expert attorneys who they were interviewing was an attorney who then shortly after she filmed her appearances then is now again representing jamie spears and so they've got and so they've got her in this special saying She's never she's never seen a conservative successfully petition to have to have themselves removed from the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. But like by its very nature, you don't have people like Britney Spears subject to a conservatorship. Right. Right. So so when we have the hashtag free Britney movement, what are people asking for? Are they asking for her father to be removed, like she asked for in the court filing, or are they saying get her out of a conservatorship altogether? It's it's both, yeah. really, from what I can yeah. understand. So, some of the people in the movement have seemed to be okay with the appointment of Bessemer Trust to serve as co-conservator. Other people just say this is a clear-cut case of conservatorship abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but... In my reading today, I've I've seen multiple quotes from attorneys in the in that kind of area in family law, trust, fiduciary responsibility, all that that area of the law, mm-hmm. basically saying that Britney's court-appointed lawyer 
and the judge who has been overseeing this are both highly ethical. They know what they're doing. Well, I mean, if she's never asked to be removed, have her conservatorship removed, I mean, she's the one who has to ask, right? They're, you know, the court's not going to do it uh, without being right. Asked and to. so you're mm-hmm. so I yeah, you're left to speculate because in November. And then also in February, the judge has declined to remove Jamie Spears because he still remains co-conservator. That's the one thing that still that that sticks out to me is that if you have this quote highly mm-hmm. functioning conservatee saying mm-hmm. that she no longer wants her father to be a part of it, like why is he still involved? Well, and that was kind of my question of what exactly are they alleging? If there is a breach of fiduciary duty, if there is abuse, then it's not unheard of to have conservatorships change hands, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing that I like keep coming back to too is that conservatorships are subject to audits, you know, regular court appearances. We only have one side of the story, and partially that's by design, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's Brittany could argue her case at any time, right? I mean, she's under no obligation to not reveal details that's, about well, that, I mean, her that's, relationships. So. <laughs> that's, where the, that's where the free Britney yeah, movement really that's what's really gets... debatable, you know, because, and, and again, this is more, I, there are things I find troubling about the legal situation, um, especially given that, you know, conservatorships are generally a last resort, and this mm-hmm. probably you know, managing her finances could have been accomplished in a much different way in order to protect her without taking away this much of her autonomy. That's a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that I, that is important, I think is that this is a person who has been working in the industry since she was literally four years old. She, you know, Mm -hmm. every aspect of her life has been dictated for the you know the entire time she's been on this earth basically and so that's part of the whole free britney thing is that people are are trying to find people think that they're seeing these clues that she's leaving in like instagram videos and things like that that she's trying to get a message out to people because she can't say it her, you know herself basically yeah and that's and it, it, it gets a little wild. Like, I won't get into the, the conspiracy theories, but some of it, I think there could be some merit to it, you know? She's be, that she's yeah. being drugged. Yeah. That, yeah, being kept under lock and key. Mm-hmm. Or that she's just being coerced, essentially, that, that she is remaining... One thing that, that is that she is remaining subject to a conservatorship of her person because... Uh, Kevin Federline and his attorneys are lording that kind of over her and if she, for her to maintain her 30% visitation in their mm-hmm. in their 70-30 arrangement that they have that that she that if she tries to then get out of it they're going to say she's not a fit mother yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. We've had uh attorneys for Kevin Federline have they they say like They've said things like, well, you know, we can't comment on the blah, blah, blah and the conservatorship, but things have been going well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I think what bothers me the most is that there's sort of and again, yeah, it's it's hard when we're only getting one side of it. But it does feel like the people who are talking about it, they want to have it both ways. 
you know, they're yeah. they're saying that okay, she clearly has enough capacity to tour and to work. A residency in Las Vegas is a huge job that mm-hmm. usually goes on for several years. Um and mm-hmm. everyone around her is going to such lengths to say, you know, oh, she's happy. She's great. Everything's fine. But then, but oh, no, she doesn't have the capacity to control her affairs. And so it's just this, it's this tension that I think a lot is causing a lot of people to say, okay, what's really going on here? Well, so here's the thing, though, right? She has a court appointed lawyer. Yeah. So that's, that's the other thing is that in uh, 2008, the court denied her request to hire her own attorney. And so this guy has been her court appointed attorney mm-hmm. ever since then. By all accounts, he is straight arrow. Yeah, because I I mean, you know, he would be under the obligation to do what his clients want, whether he's court appointed mm-hmm. or not. Correct. And and he would be able to have access to her, you know, regardless of whether she's under a conservatorship or not. So if Britney Spears told her lawyer that she wanted to end the conservatorship, you would think that he would have made that in the filing as and just argue that she no longer needs a conservatorship as opposed to saying, just get my dad out yeah. of here. Some, some legal speculation seems to point to the fact they think that because there is another hearing scheduled for March 17th um, that the judge is kind of... She hasn't refused to kick Jamie off, but she's, but she, she installed the co-conservator and everything, and that, that people think the speculation is that the judge is kind of greasing the wheels to ultimately remove her, remove Jamie Spears from the from the scene, yeah. and then from there you get into the debate about whether she yeah. should just be subject to a conservatorship at all. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. that's the bright is that. In this world of seemingly a, a judge who is highly respected, and it's it's very easy for people to think they know what's going on. Again, it's very easy for people to think they know what's going on in a celebrity's life and yeah. just cast aspersions about other people that run afoul of that. And you know, the law, the attorneys, and the judges in these situations take this stuff incredibly seriously because, like, a conservatorship is basically the taking someone's liberty away from them. And so mm-hmm. that's not a decision that that anyone in the legal field takes lightly. Yeah. Maybe I was supposed to be outraged. I'm not <laughs> particularly. I mean, I think, Laura, your point is is the biggest thing is that there are other ways of making sure that, like, for example, her money right. is managed without resorting mm-hmm. to a person. And I think that's, you know, but we don't know. But, you know, it sounds like that's a voluntary arrangement. like, And she has mm-hmm. no that we know of she has no objection to that arrangement and maybe it works well. You know, I also, it's, it's not clear to me why she was given that designation to begin mm-hmm. with. I mean, well, she was, you know, she it? was, do you not remember when she, the whole, like she shaved her head and she freaked yeah, out on some I know, pop- but- and she was put yeah. on a involuntary 5150 cycled mm-hmm. then and so it was, yeah. it, and Kevin Federline was able to gain like complete custody at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she was, it was going back and forth where she was having some supervised visits with her kids and then where she didn't have any visitation. And um, mm-hmm. and so people like think that she kind of did agree to it because it was kind of like a, hey, 
you want to see your kids, this is how it's got to be. But then why has it gone on for so long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think what the documentary did do a good job of, and I wish they would have focused more on, was just how creepily she was treated. Yeah. By the American public from ages four through, mm-hmm. you know, 2008 and everything. She was subject to, I mean, part of me is like, I'm I'm very cynical towards celebrities and everything. And so I'm like, part of me, I'm like, well, you know, you signed up for some of this, but <laughs> she didn't sign up for right. all of it. You know, what some yeah. of what was shown. Um, I would have rather the New York Times go to Diane Sawyer play back just a appalling line of questioning she mm-hmm. hammered Britney with in like 2002 and be like, yeah. are you proud of this? Is this good journalism? <laughs> that's, that's what I would, <laughs> yeah. that's what I would want to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My biggest confusion about the whole thing is, is why people got so obsessed with her. I mean, you know, she had some catchy songs. <laughs> Nineties. I mean, I, mean, I don't Joe, think you were her target Joe, audience. Internet, Joe. internet celebrity culture now is completely yeah. off the rails. Oh yeah, it's just it's that's a that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's outside of our that's outside of the jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. Don't judge me. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I don't get well, it. And, that, that's and, my that's my biggest source of confusion with this whole thing. Well, and you know, well, and I'm I'm sure that it's. No coincidence, not to make light of any of this, but I'm sure it's no coincidence that this free Britney movement got a lot of momentum in 2020 when people have more time on their hands and Mm -hmm. they have time to fall down a rabbit hole of of Britney Spears Instagram posts and people people commenting on it and saying, oh, you know, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt in your next video. And then she does. And it just turns into a whole thing, you know, where if this happened five years ago, it might not have spun out of control like this. Right. I mean, we now have people picketing the courthouse whenever there's hearings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty it's it's it really has taken on a life of its own. There's a podcast devoted to basically just trying to parse the signals in mm-hmm. her Instagrams. Yeah. Um. And they that was that was the big thing for me that really set me off last night is that 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 podcast got a quote quote anonymous voicemail from a paralegal and that works for one of the uh, one of the estate firms involved oh. in this and he left a message about you know that there is more to this story and yada 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 and. And right there in the documentary last night, New York Times acknowledges that they were not able to confirm the authenticity mm-hmm. or veracity of anything yeah. in that message. But they but they play it. I'm like, yeah, guys, come on, <laughs> leave that to Us Weekly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. It's it sounds a little bit. It reminds me of uh, QAnon and parsing. Yeah, yeah. It's it very, is. It is. And, it's very similar. It is quite similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd say let's take a wait and see approach. And yeah, know. I would. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I will not be picketing the court. <laughs> yeah. That was the, the yeah. goal of this episode. Yeah. All I, mean, I yeah. All, all I wanted to say is that is that what a lot of attorneys keep saying too, which is that 
the attorneys and judges involved take this extremely seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and you, you do see on occasion conservatorships portrayed in, in mm-hmm. movies and inevitably the conservatorship is some evil mm-hmm. villain. Yep. You know, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, that people don't take advantage mm-hmm. of it, but judges aren't, aren't stupid yeah. people. And, and typically there are ways of preventing abuse, especially if it's gone on this long and especially if there's an attorney involved. Yep. But if Brittany wears a green shirt in her next appearance, <laughs> right. we will know <laughs> that I am completely wrong and I will rush to the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Sidebar from Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. We'll be releasing these every other week between our full-length episodes. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at finelawpodcast at thompsonreuters.com. 